Welcome to an enlightening podcast from IslamPodcasts.com. We encourage our listeners to please comment and let us know how we can grow in our knowledge to better serve our community. Please remind your family and friends to also visit IslamPodcasts.com for engaging discussions on current events, Islamic guidance, Quran, Tafsir, Sira, and much more. Bismillahirrahmanirrahim. Alhamdulillahi Rabbil Alameen. Wa salatu wa salam ala rasulullahi wa ala alihi wa sahbihi ajma'in. Rabbi shrahli sadri wa yassir li amri wahlul uqdatan min lisani yafqahu qawli. Inshallah, um, we'll talk about uh, uh, two of the ayat from uh, Surah Tawbah today, which will be recited later uh, in today's salah, inshallah. Uh, the 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 ayah that I would like to talk about is related to one of the pillars of Islam, which is zakah. Allah Subhanahu wa Taala says in Surah Tawbah, ayah number sixty, "Ba'alaul billahi min al-shaytan al-wajim, inna masadaqatu lil-fuqara'i wal-masakini wal-amilina alayha wal-mu'allafat al-mu'allafat al-qulubahum wa fi-riqabi wal-gharimina wa fi sabil Allahi wa bil sabil." This ayah, which is referred as ayah to zakah as well, in which Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala commanded the believers about the obligation of the zakah and mentioning who is this zakah for. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says that zakah, over here the word used is sadaqah, which is synonymous to zakah in this context. So the zakah are meant only for poor, says al-fuqara, uh, masakin the needy, and those who are in charge of the of meaning the one who does the work of collection of the zakah And the fourth one mentioned is those whose hearts are to be reconciled. Well, uh, And the fifth one mentioned is which is those whose uh, uh, the, to free those in bondage. Well, Gharimin uh, uh, means the one who are under debt. Wafi sabil Allahi, the one who are fighting in the path of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Fi sabil Allah here means the ones who are fighting in the path of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Even though it's translation wise, word by word translation we do is in the path of Allah, but in the path of Allah means the ones who are fighting in the path of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Wabn sabil. The one who are referred as a wayfarer, meaning who are in the path of their traveling, they are probably rich people, they have enough for themselves in regular times, but they are in a situation now, they don't have access to their wealth. So now they are eligible to take the zakah money, even though they are not eligible otherwise. So these are the eight categories Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has mentioned to whom the zakah can be given. Now, when it comes to the zakah, which is one of the pillars of Islam, when Rasulullah mentioned that uh, Islam is built on five, or other places mentioned as, as the pillars of Islam. Pillars mean that Islam is built on that. Without that, there is no, I mean, you will not have Islam if you are not uh, have these pillars. Uh, so it's, a, it's one of the most important things within the Islam that have to be fulfilled. Now, when it comes to the zakah, 
Another aspect of zakah should be remembered that number one, these are the only eight categories that whom the zakah can be given. There's no other else can get the zakah. So in the path of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala means the one fight in the path of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. It cannot be translated as anything in the path of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. If that would have been the case, what's the purpose of mentioning the all eight categories? Unfortunately, sometimes we see that people are abusing this aspect of in the path of Allah. Sometimes it has been used for even building masajid, even though building a masjid is uh, uh, one of the righteous deeds that we can do, but we cannot do it by using the wealth that is not supposed to be used because Allah has very clearly mentioned to whom this wealth can be utilized for. Hence, it can only be used for the, the, the eight things, the eight categories Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has mentioned. Now, similarly, it cannot be used for building schools, for example, or even giving the salaries, even though the, the people who are working in the schools or the masajid, you cannot use the wealth for any of those purposes. And let's not get into these kind of uh, uh, loopholes, looking for loopholes and somehow try to utilize this. Allah has clearly mentioned, let's stick with that. The problem really comes in is how do we really distribute this wealth? In Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, in Surah Tawbah itself has mentioned the, the rule about it. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, Qul min amwalihim sadaqah, that they take the zakah out of the riches, out of the wealth of the people. Now, the question comes in is, who is the one who's going to take out the wealth? Allah is, of course, has mentioned about to give the zakah, but here Allah is very clearly mentioned, mentioning that zakah has to be taken out of the wealth of the people, of the riches of the people. Now, who are those people to whom the zakah is, uh, people are eligible? For that, there's a nisab has been mentioned very clearly in the hadith of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. When we say nisab, nisab means it's a threshold that if a person reaches after the, the hawl or the year has passed, then the zakat will be taken by the state, taken by the Amir al-Mu'mineen, taken by the head of the state, the one who is implementing the rules of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. This is how Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has mentioned even the, one of the pillars of Islam. See, we cannot even fulfill this job of fulfilling the pillar of this pillar completely without having somebody who is implementing the rules of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, which can only be one, we know that. It cannot be multiple. So this is an obligation from Allah, even this, one of the pillars cannot be fulfilled completely without we having a rule of Islam over, uh, 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 implemented over us. So here Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, That take the zakah out of their wealth and thereby cleanse them and bring about their growth in righteousness and, and to pray for them. Indeed, your prayer is a source of tranquility for them. Allah is all hearing, all knowing. So these are the two, uh, two, two ayat which are mentioned in Surah Tawbah regarding the zakah. And when we are giving the zakah, remember one aspect of it. Sometimes we think of it as if, oh, we are doing a favor to somebody. No, this wealth actually do not belong to us. It is a right of those eight categories Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has mentioned that belong to them. And when we are giving the zakah we, or the wealth that we ha- happen to have, we are giving the wealth that belong to those people. So it's not, uh, yes, it's an act of ibadah, only done by the Muslim, that's true. But there is, this is an obligation done by Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala on us. This is an obligation. And when we even have this wealth, let's not get uh, arrogant out of it or think of it via something big shot or something. If you have some wealth, it happened to be Allah has written the risk for us and Allah has given to us, made us, 
uh, uh, made us uh, uh, the, 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 some sort of uh, ter- temporary ownership to give to us. As Allah says, Allah is saying, give them from the wealth of Allah. It does not really belong to us. The wealth that we have, it belongs to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. We happen to be temporary owners in this dunya. And we are accountable for whatsoever we have. So going back to the Nisab part, Nisab part just for, just for to people who know what Nisab is, the threshold is we, should, we have to give the zakat, is 20 dinar. Uh, when it comes to the wealth-wise, 20 dinar is equivalent to, one dinar is equal to 4.25 gram of gold, and 20 becomes 84 grams of gold. So whatever this amount equivalent to, if you have that kind of a wealth after the end of the year, wherever you're marking the year, then you, the, the zakah of 2.5% is on you. This is not the only thing that you give the zakah on. I would suggest talk to the brothers who are knowledgeable in the subject to find out. If you have business, you have inventory, then there is zakah on the inventory. If you have uh, uh, some cattle or something that, that, that you're using for business purposes, there is zakah for that. If you have land that you're producing, there's a usher, there's zakah on that, and on and on and on. But normally people come into the first category, so we should fulfill this obligation even though we don't have a mean who will take the zakah. So we should work for that cause, of course, also because that's an, another obligation on our neck that we have to have. Now, that, that eight categories that I mentioned, then it is up to the one who is ruling by Islam over us to distribute the wealth according to the needs of the people. And what he deems that this is necessary for the people at that time to give the wealth to the people that are needed. They don't have to be all the eight categories. It could be some, may not be, uh, maybe all. It depends. Umar al-Khattab, for example, he took away, uh, he said that we don't need to give the zakah to reconcile the hearts of the people or the non-Muslims, for example, to soften their heart because Islam became strong enough and they did not need the, the, the wealth to be given for the reconciliation of the hearts. So that doesn't mean the hukum goes away because Umar al-Khattab did not have this authority to abrogate a rule. Abrogation happens from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala only and of course, the abrogation can only happen from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala through Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa to us. And since there is no abrogation, the hukum exists. The hukum exists. There was a need at that time, Umar al-Khattab. So he took that away at that time. If next Khalifa comes in later on in our lifetime, inshallah, then if he seems that there is a need, that's a different story. But in general, in the time of Umar, when Muslims became strong, that was taken away. So remember that this is a very important aspect. A lot of us give the zakah in the month of Ramadan every year. They mark it. Uh, so let's make sure that zakah is given to the right people. I am not here to collect the zakah money, by the way. I'm just trying to let you know, remind you all, remind myself first, that there is an obligation on our neck. This is one of the pillars of our deen about which Abu Bakr Siddiq, radiallahu an, in his time, he fought against the people as the murtaddin is zakah the one who rejected the zakah by different categories he placed the people in. Some people, they were saying absolutely they're not going to give the zakah, he fought against them. There were some people, they said we gave the zakah to the Sallallahu we were not going to give you. And there was a category, they said, oh, that we reject zakah, and there was one category that said, we'll give the zakah, we'll give it ourselves. And Abu Bakr fought against all of them. Against all of them. And that's important to understand that. See how big of a further it is and we are not understanding, unfortunately, the comprehensiveness of this obligation. And many other obligations are like this. They cannot be fulfilled individually only. Yes, we will continue to do 
uh, individually because now we don't have option of giving it or somebody will come and take the zakat, the proper uh, person who's allowed, which is the Amir al-Mu'mineen or whatever, which does not exist. But until then, we'll give and we'll work for getting the hukum of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala back in, in our lives. So it will be done in the most proper way as as commanded by Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala give us the tawfiq to understand the deen of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and fulfill all the obligations Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala placed on us, including the zakah in the best possible manner. Thank you for listening to this podcast. Podcasts on current events, Islamic guidance, Quran, Tafsir, and Sirah are available at islampodcasts.com as well as on iTunes. Rate, review, and comment, and let us know how we can grow in our knowledge to better serve our community. Please subscribe, share, and tell a friend about islampodcasts.com.